Welcome, everyone, to episode four of the Moderately Interesting Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. And I am Mitch. Mitch. Yes, sir. We have so much to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So much to do. Oh, man, we're going to be talking about Falcon the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Crazy episode. We're going to be talking about Justice League, Zack Snyder cut. Oh, I thought we were doing the Joss Whedon cut. Uh, I really don't have time for that. Uh, we're going to talk about how Kermit caused 9-11. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how Deathstroke is actually Batman. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool theory. It's a cool theory. Okay, I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. And then yeah. I got some questions. You got I got some questions? some questions for today. Yep. Moderately interesting podcast. You've got questions. We've got answers. Let's get started, guys. Let's go. All right. All righty. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier Falcon episode Quattro four. And the Winter Soldier episode Quattro, a new Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Holy cow, dude! That episode, man. That, that episode. Was insane. Before before we before we do this, uh, Mitch, your phone's ringing. It's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's Hello. right here. You better answer it because I freaking called it. Did you? I did, dude. Episode one, I said of the podcast, I said I think. At one point, Captain America is going to do something like in front of a whole bunch of people. Uh-huh. And boy, did he do something in front of a whole bunch of people. From the very beginning, we get, oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about, Mitch. So much to talk about. All right, Aaron, let's do a recap of this past episode, episode four. Okay, yeah. So we start with like right where the last episode left off with Bucky and the Dora Milaje talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of get like a little flashback sequence of Bucky, um, like training, I guess, kind of with the Dormelage, kind of finding his inner peace. Um, right. and like they practice like the code words on him again. That was actually pretty cool. Almost forgot. That about was that. really cool. Yeah. yeah. And she, she kind of like, it's almost like a parasite. She like exterminates this parasite inside of him. Yeah. And like Bucky is like, it's like crazy. Cause like Bucky's like making like painful face gestures. It looks like I can't really, I'm not an actor. I don't know how to act that. I don't know right. how I did that. It's magic to me. And it's like, you know, hundred years of brainwashing. Yeah. They're this trying to un mind control. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'd be in pain too. Probably. Yeah, I don't was, know how that, I don't know how that, how that works. Is. I've yeah. never been brainwashed. Have you ever been brainwashed? I, I don't know if I would know if I'm brainwashed. Oh, Maybe I am now. Snap. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Manchurian candidate over here. So this episode is about brainwashing. Am I brainwashed? Am I brainwashed? Are you brainwashed? Brainwashed. If you know my code words, please find me and (laughs) speak the code words. And yeah. Get yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, continuing. So we have uh Bucky has a little confrontation with the Dor Dormelage. Is that how you say it? Dormelage. Dormelage. And she's like, you got eight hours to give us Zemo. You got eight hours. To like figure your stuff out and then he's ours. And if you don't, he, I'm beating you up and I'm taking your lunch money. Which is his arm. Which is his arm. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go figure this out and then we're going to, we'll turn him over to you because they're friends, right? They're, they're both trying to be civil. It's not violent. And so then they go back to their cool Baron-esque apartment. Yeah, which is and, awesome. Yeah, and Freaking they're cool. chatting about how they want to go about confronting um, Carly Morgenthau. Mm-hmm. And because she's been causing AKA, even more trouble. Yeah, the AKA flag smasher leader. The flag smashers. And she's been like blowing up buildings with people. and She's been doing some crazy she's been, stuff. She's been a busy girl. She's been, you know, smashing a, a lot of flags. I have a question about her. I'll ask it. I'll ask it once we get through the recap because okay. I want to hear your opinion on it. Um, so we have she's been stirring up trouble, and then uh, we got Cap. Uh, I'm not going to call him Captain America either. John Walker. Yeah, John Walker. Don't don't crapped in America. Just Let's call him crapped in America. How about just douchebag? How about just douchebag? Dick. How about just I don't know. John Walker is fine. Bung I guess. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John Walker, aka Poop Stain Bandit. Yes. He is like 
he's after Carly Morgenthau as well, as but they well. kind of they kind of have different intentions. Yeah, well, Bucky and and Sam have been like one step ahead of him the whole entire time. Yeah, because uh, they're because they've been Avengers, and they've been working with Baron Zemo, and they've been working with Baron Zemo. Yeah, he knows his stuff. Yeah, and so they're all kind of after the Super Soldier Serum, and just kind of tracking it all down and figuring out where all this is going. Blah blah blah, and so they go. Um, Sam Sam kind of has a different approach. He wants to talk to Carly Morgenthau and, you know, basically go about it in a very mature way. Diplomatic way. punching. Yeah. And so they all kind of go to this, there's a funeral going on and it was the leader or like, it was almost like an orphanage, like a, like the, like a mother almost mm-hmm. a mother yeah. figure for, for the flag smashers. And so they end up going to this funeral where, where uh, Carly Morgenthau will be to yes. talk to her. And Sam goes in to talk to her after the funeral service is over. Yep. They kind of pay their regards, blah, blah, blah. They he have a very good, they have a very good conversation. Yeah. And it might, it looks like, Hey, this might actually work. Right. And that's when John Walker mm-hmm. uh, goes full dick, right? Like yep. becomes 100% a dick. Right. And he decides, well, he goes in because Sam has kind of gained Carly's trust. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then John Walker comes in and she's like, oh, oh that's what this is all you about. S- you said you, you were alone because right. like, Sam lied because he was like, he's like, I, I'm alone. I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And then John Walker walks in and he's like, I'm John everything. Walker. I'm here to ruin everything. That's, that's exactly that's what, what he says. That's it's what he in, sounds like. It's in the script. I have the script. It's in the IMDb. Yeah. It's I'm one John of the top Walker quotes. and I'm here to ruin everything. That's what he says. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we get John Walker comes in, ruins everything. Ruins they everything. fight a little bit. They fight. Um, she has a bag, a satchel full of super, super soldier serum. Soldier serum. I almost forgot about that. And she kind of, she escapes. She escapes. And then yeah. Zemo's John, there. John Walker. And well, John Walker chases after her. John Walker chases about. after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Zemo cuts her off. Zemo cuts her off. Shoots her in the gut. Bam. Bang. Right in the gut. Apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she handles that really well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but I she mean, drops her super soldier serum. She drops her super soldier serum. She kind of falls to the ground, kind of scurries away for a little bit, getting cover. Mm-hmm. And that's when Zemo comes up and just smashes all of them. Yep. Except for one. Except for one that he, I don't think he saw it. it I don't think he's, yeah. Tucked away and, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of tucked away. Exactly. And then, then what happens? John uh, Walker. Picks John Walker up, picks, right? finds it. John Walker's there and he finds it. And uh, he puts it in his little Velcro pocket. And we can go back here for a second. Yeah. One thing that stuck out before this moment was their fight against the Wakandan, the Wakandan ladies and how he got bested in the fight. And he was like, they didn't even have super soldier serum. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that did happen. Yeah. And that was kind of a, a reason why he picked up. Yeah. That, that was, it's kind of stirring in his mind. Like I, I need to be more, I need to have an edge. I need more. Me. I need more power. I need to become more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, going back to that for a second, that was pretty much my favorite part. My favorite scene in this episode was just uh, John Walker getting his butt kicked by the Dora Milaje. And mm-hmm. uh, Sam's like, should we help him? <laughs> and right. Bucky's like, and Bucky's just like, come on, John. Like, <laughs> you can do it. Like, <laughs> that, that was funny. That, that was, yeah, that was, that was really enjoyable. That was and it was great. such a good fight scene, too. Yeah. And then I just like how like Bucky kind of goes like, okay. And then he kind of jumps into the fight. Right. And then uh, I mean like, yeah, going back, did we talk about how they like unhatch, hunt, unhatch, unlatch his arm from his torso. That was cool. That was crazy. And like, everybody was kind of surprised by that. Cause they were like, Sam's like, did you know she could do that? And Bucky was like, I had no idea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> But really, only he, only they have the capability of doing that to yeah, him. So and it's, it's like, it's, well, yeah, and it's well. I was gonna say it's very interesting because, like, 
clearly Bucky kind of like broke the trust between himself and the the Wakandans with by harboring uh Zemo. Bar- Baron Zemo, right? Yeah. But like I can't help but feel that like Bucky now feels like, you know, he's betrayed because they built in a like design flaw into his arm. Yeah. And like they didn't tell him about it and like they exploited it. So uh-huh. like I, I don't know if like that's gonna be something that they talk about at all or anything like that, but I definitely kind of got that feeling with it. Right. Of like, holy crap, like that was like 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 they have both kind of in a sense betrayed each other's trust. Yeah. Yeah. That was very interesting. Very interesting. Yes. And um so yeah, so moving back, that was we kind of got to about the halfway point yeah. after uh the Carly Morgenthau drops the serum. Zemo smashes it. Zemo smashes it. John Walker John takes, Walker takes one. one. And then we kind of move into the next half kind of the, second the half next of act, the I guess. Yeah. And uh, one part was pretty cool. Um, John Walker and Battlestar. I don't remember his real name. Battlestar. But we can call him Battlestar because I, I think I mean, he's a respectable character. He's just kind of doing what he's supposed to do. Um, and he also has a has a uh, tragic ending. Tragic ending, I guess. Yeah. Lamar was his name. Yeah. That's Lamar. Lamar. So he's at, they're at it like a, an airport or a train station or something sitting at a table. And he said, John Walker asks Lamar, what, if you had the serum, would you take take it? it? And he was like, absolutely. Uh huh. And and I think that kind of motivates him to take it because we don't actually see him take it. We don't see him take it. Um, but like when they talk about like how like, you know, if I had that serum, I could have saved like all those people's lives when I got these Medal of Honors kind of right. a thing. Um, and it's kind of, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go first. I, I was just going to say it's hard to fully hate John Walker at up to this point. Because you can kind of see in this conversation with Lamar that he's got good intentions of with taking the serum, but you know it's not going to end well. You just he has these regrets from something that happened in the past, and he wishes that he could have saved them all. And but but he's but it's it's a selfish a selfish thought as well because he right. wants to be powerful enough I, to save. Well, them yeah, all. I I do think that like there is like more to the story about him than we as an audience are privy to at this point. Yeah. Um, we're getting snippets of it. Yeah. Just, we haven't seen the whole thing. But yet. I'm guessing like the whole reason why he got his medal of honors isn't like the full story. Like I'm mm-hmm. guessing there was like more that actually happened. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, when, when Battlestar Lamar says, uh, like, when bad things happen, you make the right choice. Uh-huh. I think that's like what he's like, Oh, okay. Like I make the right choice whenever this comes down. Like, I think that was kind of like the spark that kind of ignited this, uh, justification, maybe yeah, justification. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really interesting scene. And, and it just kind of makes you, it puts you in his shoes for a second because the whole, before that, the whole episode before that, you're kind of like, this guy's, I just don't like him. You know, he's, yeah. he's just causing trouble. He's I mean, I still don't like in their him. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously still don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. But up to this point before we move on, because this is like, where... this is, yeah, this is like the one, this is like the, like the one tiny bit where I'm actually like, Oh, I can sympathize with this character. Like, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. the locker scene in episode one or two, whenever we are, we are interested to, I feel like that was yeah. to do that. But like, I didn't, I don't think anybody felt that way watching that scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this scene was kind of like a little, like a little snippet of like, Oh, okay. Like I can kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah. That first scene that you see him, you're just kind of getting to know him because mm-hmm. the very first episode, all you do is you just see him come out on the stage right. at the very end and wink at the camera. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's developing more of a, a character arc for him yeah. for sure. And I think that the next episode, we're going to get a little bit more information on what happened in the past. Uh, I think yeah, I we'll, hope see, so. we'll see what happens with next episode. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so that happens. Baron Zemo escapes. Did we talk about, did we already talk about that? I don't even remember now. 
Yeah, he slips out of uh, there's a little like manhole underneath yep. the bathtub. He drops down and is gone. Yeah, so that happens. Uh, That's during the fight with the Wakandans. Yeah. Carly ends up calling Sam's sister. Uh-huh. Um, and after she was betrayed by him. After she was betrayed by the, Sam, yeah. yeah. And ends up trying to set up another meeting with Sam again. Mm-hmm. It's another another one of those characters in the show where she's done a lot of bad things, but you still kind of feel right. Bad you, for her. you understand, like, well, her character motivation, her like what she's doing. On some regards, I think everybody can kind of agree with, and like even Sam is like, I can agree. I agree with like what you're fighting Your for, purpose, but I don't. Yeah. I don't agree like how you're fighting it. Right. And so I think that's a. Uh, so I think everybody can kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, like empathize with that. Right. But she does take things to another level when she calls his sister. And, yeah. I mean, on a more personal level, she doesn't necessarily do anything too crazy. She just kind of gives him a scare. Oh well, yeah. She's like, I will kill you and I will kill your kids. And she like names their ki- names, the two boys. <laughs> like, right. It's a threat. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a threat. A threat. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it works. It works, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't mean to, to to justify the threat. No, no, no. But you do find out later that she's not. She's like, <laughs> I, yeah, she's but like, then when when Sam calls her back, she's like, "I would never hurt them." Like, right. So that's. Uh, she's not. In, she's not. Her intentions are not to cause harm to Sam's family. She's mostly trying. She does ask like questions about Sam, and she's like, "I'm trying to find out if I should kill him." And that was kind of interesting too. Um, so we have that, that moment. And then um, she asks to meet Sam alone. Yeah. And then Bucky goes along. Uh-huh. Um, and at this point too, uh, Sam is in contact with Sharon. Right. Right. And I'm starting to think that your theory is true. That she's think, the power broker. I think she's the power broker. Yeah, I think so too. Especially I, I, after this last episode. Yeah, I think I think she's absolutely the power broker. Yeah. Um, especially when she's kind of like kind of like poking her nose in and is like, oh, uh, super soldier serum. Uh, what's going on with that? The power broker really wants it back. So. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you're right. I think you're right. And she's got some level of intelligence, like technology. Yeah, she can hack into people, and yeah, she can hack into satellites and stuff like that. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, and like she's keeping tabs on Walker, right? Yeah. Well, Sam asked her to keep tabs tabs on Walker. That was uh, that was what that's what they called for, kind of. Right. Yeah. Um. So they meet with Carly. They meet with her. Yeah. Yeah. They meet with her. I don't remember quite how the conversation went because it's been a few days uh, since I watched it. Yeah, I don't really think the conversation happens very much because uh, pretty much John right Walker away, gets there Walker, pretty quick, yeah, right? Walker gets there pretty quick. Yeah. And Lamar gets there too. One thing that before we get into this next scene, just something quick that came up in my mind when this scene happened was I think it was that second episode when Lamar and Walker talking in the locker room before he goes out to do a little news interview or something. Mm -hmm. And he says something along the lines of like, you can't punch your way through every fight or you can't punch your way through everything or something. Yeah. Um, And it's mostly referring to the fact that he's becoming the next Captain America America. and he's got to be more of like a diplomat and kind of an example. Right. Right. Cause that's, that's really what Captain America was. He, he was an example to, he was a leader. He was a leader right. for the Avengers and also for like the American people, if you will. Mm-hmm, he kind mm-hmm. of, he was kind of there to, you know, be the, like a mascot more or less in some right. regards. Um, and so going back to this or going forward to this uh, next scene, he basically ju- does just what his friend kind of told him not to do, which is punch his way through everything. And he goes in there with some fury 
and they oh, yeah. basically just start fighting. Yeah, so they start. Yeah, John Walker does what he does best, and he shows up and screws everything up again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then they start fighting. Uh, and there's not, some subtle differences in how he's fighting. Yeah, he's a lot more aggressive. He's keeping up with the super soldiers. He's, he's, yeah, he's keeping up with them. Um, you don't really realize that he has taken the serum until until he just kicks one of the guys. Like, and I think like it's like Sam who's like walking up the stairs. What did you do? Yeah, and he's just like, "What did you do?" Yeah, exactly. And then there's another scene where he, oh, it's it's after, yeah, after his. So, anyways, it gets they get into a fight. They're in, they're in like this old European building. It's pretty pretty cool scenery. They're just fighting. Everyone's getting kicked through walls because they're all super super soldiers, minus Sam. But Sam has his wings and his, you know, he's doing his thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then one of his. Well, and and Lamar doesn't have super ser- super serum. No, he does not. Yeah, and that and that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. that pay, plays a role in things because uh, he gets the crap beaten out of him. Mm-hmm. He gets like kicked in the chest, gets thrown across the room into a big stone pillar, pillar, and, and you just know immediately that something bad. Yeah, happened. they probably like crushed his sternum or like I'm Spine guessing or something. Yeah, either like I think either like yeah, I got his sternum crushed just. Even if his spine, I think he would still technically be alive if his spine. Think, yeah, it was like I mean so, he got he got. I thrashed. think yeah, I think I think he like broke his neck on the impact of the pillar. Yeah, he was like bleeding out of his nose. Yeah, his head slunk down, and you could tell he was dead. Yeah, I also like how bleeding out of your nose is like code for like oh yeah, like something real bad happened. Right, like kind of <laughs> like when Rody felt fell. You know, yeah, Rudy fell, yeah, he had, like <laughs> blood coming out of his nose, and you're like, oh yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. So that definitely sets John Walk- Walker off. Yeah, that's like his only friend uh, that we know of. Yeah, it's like his the only person he really talks to, his confidant. But yeah, after that, the guy that was responsible just he he books it because he knows. I don't because yeah. most most of the people there aren't trying to kill anybody intentionally, like yeah, they're not just there was, to murder people. They're yeah, there to, it was definitely accidental kind of a thing. Yeah, uh, wasn't meant to happen, but it happened. And then um, he jumps out a window, and then John Walker jumps out a window, lands yeah. on a bus, just crushes it. And crushes you can really bus. tell in this moment that he is just. His blood is just full of this. Yeah, serum. he's he's got yeah he's got the serum and it's it kicked in hard already. Yeah, and how does it how does it end? Uh pretty brutally. Uh, dark. It's pretty dark. It was like a DC moment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It was probably the darkest moment in Marvel history. Yeah, I really like can't. Marvel cinematic history. Yeah, there. I I really don't think anything come close. Anything comes close to it right now. The only thing I can think of is if we want to go to like the Netflix series, right? Those, are, those have a darker, grittier tone. But this are, is like this big. Is, this is a, yeah, but like I can't really think of like like Captain America, quote, like heavy quotation marks around Captain America at this point. Right. But Captain America surrounded, like out in public, people are watching him, and he is just bashing the shield into the sky's mm-hmm. chest. Kill like and he, and he kills him like br- brutally, brutally, unnecessarily. Uh, kills, kills this guy. Yeah, and there's blood all over the shield. Blood all over the shield, which uh, we've never seen. Yeah, that, that, I can remember. that that is a good point. I don't think I've ever. I don't think they've ever shown blood on it. Like yeah. even yeah. Um. So yeah, and then like Walker kind of looks around and he can see. Like everybody is like got their phones out and they're probably like live streaming it, recording it. Like it's mm-hmm. like at this point, the world probably already knows what John Walker did. Yeah. One thing I noticed there that I think might affect the next episode is you also have Sam. I don't remember if Bucky was there, but Sam chases after him. Yeah. 
and he can't really do anything when he gets there because I think right, when yeah, he gets there, he's already he gets dead. There, it's already dead, and like he, like Sam can already see, like Sam is like in the crowd, and he can see like exactly what the crowd can see. Right, and he's just and like, oh my god. What I notice is he's kind of standing, kind of between the crowd and Walker to where he's on camera as well, and I think that that's going to have an effect on his family life. I think he's going to get some kind of. Uh, I don't know, some kind of a talking to, yeah, if you we'll will. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good point. He's, he's kind of in there. He's he's well-known as an Avenger. Yeah. People know who he is, and so they'll see him there. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what, what happens. Um, I do think it's super interesting, though, that we still have not seen, um, like, the trailer that they showed of, Bucky and Sam like practicing throwing the shield. Right. Like they have not like that is something that we have not seen yet. So that must be coming up really soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how they tie that in. Yeah. So I'm guessing uh man, I'm guessing pretty soon Sam's gonna be taking the shield back because we only have a few episodes left. Yeah, it's only two episodes. There's only two left, episodes left, yeah. I thought there was eight episodes, but I guess there's only six. There's only six, apparently. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, I think, I, like, that's... Go ahead. Yeah, I think we're going to get... Um, I think we're going to get, like, kind of the the climax of the show, this yeah. next episode, and then I think we'll get the resolve after uh, on episode six. Yeah, and apparently there's supposed to be some type of character coming in next episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Never. Like a new? Are they introducing a new character? No, it's supposed to be a character. Like, okay, hang on. Let me let me pull up like the rumor mill. Okay. So yeah, according to Slash Film, mm-hmm. uh, reports are that a surprise character will make a cameo appearance in episode five of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <clears throat> the surprise character is not one that we've seen in the MCU before and not one who was primed to appear in an upcoming film. Okay. The character is reportedly an existing Marvel Comics character who is played by a well-known performer. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think... So it's someone that's not going to be in a future film? Uh, I mean, it doesn't say that exactly. It says... uh, is just not the one that we've seen and not one who is primed to appear. And so it's like, they're not, they're not, um, you know, publicizing that or like, it's not like, uh, known that this character is going to be in the, another upcoming film. Okay. So, okay. So, so like all the Marvel movies they've announced and TV shows, they're not one of those. Yeah. People. Which still is, Tens of thousands of possibilities. Yeah. Well, do you have, who do you think it might be? I, I really don't know, actually. Hmm. Um, yeah, I really don't have a whole lot of ideas of who this could be. Yeah. Um, I'm actually more looking forward to just when it happens, seeing if I recognize it or not at this point. Um, yeah. If it's yeah. a if it's a recognizable performer, yeah, that's the thing too. If it's a recognizable performer, then we should probably. That's the other thing too. That's interesting. Performer, not actor. Right. Like, so, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. It'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, I'm super excited to be talking about this next week with you and seeing what actually ended up happening in a couple of days. I'm gonna say Denzel Washington. Oh, is Sam's dad. I mean, I really like Denzel Washington, so that would yeah. be awesome. That's not going to happen, but I just I mean, wanted to throw that out there. Throw it out there. The universe now knows, so I like yeah. it. All right. Can we just take a quick break and just do what we need to do uh, every week, and which is calling out Sir Elon Musk. Please yes. be Iron Man. The world needs you, Elon. Yeah. Before we get into the next segment, which is the Snyder Cut, yes, 
we just need to make that clear that uh, we're going to keep doing this keep doing until that. you land. Where do we want him to land? Somewhere cool. I mean, he's got to be Iron Man. That's just. I know, but we want him to like make a, an appearance. Oh, uh, go on. I feel like he's just got to land at like the Capitol building or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Or from the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, Lincoln Memorial, maybe somewhere in California. You know California better than I do. Do it in front of Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. Or, or the or, Marvel Universe that they're building. Or that's how, oh, how long be, until that's open? That's going to open. Oh, my gosh. They announced that. Oh, did they did? They did. I. Okay. It's going to open in, on June 4th. They just announced that like a couple days ago. All right. Well, that's enough time to yeah. build an Iron Man suit. You built a rocket and I mean, a bunch of cars. Just if if we can't do it for that, then and if and it's going to be in California, mm-hmm. then like it should be like at the world's largest thermometer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's cool too. I think that uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be on opening day, but okay. now he has a place to land. Now he has a place to land. Yeah. So I gotcha. they need to basically. I'm going to call it Disney here too. Uh, make a launch pad slash landing pad so for Elon, Elon Musk, Musk to land. Okay. And yeah, okay. we'll assume that it's Elon Musk in the in the suit. It yeah. might not be. We, we I mean, not it, what if it was John Walker? <laughs> yeah. What if Elon Musk I got, I got tired suit? of I got tired of being Captain America. Now I'm Iron Man. <laughs> now I'm Iron Man in real life. In real life, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> um, yeah, before we move on to the Justice League, though, uh, some of you might be wondering, hey, why did you talk about Falcon the Winter Soldier before you talked about Justice League? You said last week that you're going to talk about Justice League this week. Good question, hypothetical viewer. I like the way you talk. I like it. It's got a lot of spunk. Yeah. Uh, that's because we had a poll on our Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And on that poll, it was pretty one-sided that people wanted to hear more about Falcon the Winter Soldier. It was like 86%, I think. I, uh, I voted Justice League. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I just felt You just did. But yeah, that's fine. To, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, if you're not following us on Instagram, you should be. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow us on at Moderately Interesting Podcast. And, uh, yeah, we're going to kind of do stuff like that. We'll have some polls out that you guys can be a part of, and they will might affect uh, how the show goes next week. So, yeah. yeah, make sure to, again, follow us at the Moderately Interesting Podcast. Let All us right. know. Yeah. And now to the Justice League. Mitch. The Justice League. The yes, Zack sir. Snyder cut of the Justice League. It is out. It has been out for a while. Uh-huh. We have and you, both and you watched have finished it. it, right? Oh yeah, I've finished it. Perfect. I have finished it. Awesome. What'd okay. you think? What what where do we want to start? Where do we want to start? Well, we want to start with what did you think? How about okay, what did you think? What like out of uh yeah, give it a rating, whatever type of rating you want to give it, give it a rating. Okay, I'm gonna give it two ratings. Okay. All right. So um, the first rating is going to be like if it was just me watching this movie. There's no predecessor, mm-hmm. crappy predecessor. Right. Um, I'm going to give it like an eight out of 10. Okay. Maybe an eight, eight and a half. Fair. Eight and a half. We'll do the All cheating, right. the cheating ways. There you go. And then if I'm going to compare it to the Joss Whedon, the OG, mm-hmm. I don't want to call it the OG, but the, uh, I mean, that's the what it is, though. Cut, it is whatever. the OG. <laughs> the OG. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm going to give it a solid, 9.5 out of 10. Wow. Because I thought it was that much better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's just comparing it to. That's just comparing it to that. I gotcha. Right. I gotcha. I gotcha. And if it was, if the Joss Whedon cut had never happened, I would give it an eight and a half. Okay. And I'll explain okay. why later. Okay. What do you give it? Uh, I would give it, I would give it a seven. Seven. Like a overall, seven, a seven out of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah, overall, a seven out of ten. Cool. Uh, if I were to compare it to the original theatrical cut, I will bump it up to an eight. Cool. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, what you liked, what we what we liked, what we both liked, what we didn't like, and you know what should happen with the Snyderverse. 
Okay. So do you want me to start? Go for it. All right. So I, I'll just do like a, an overall. Um, yeah. I liked the character development much better. Okay. I felt like I got to know the Flash. I felt like I got to know uh, Cyborg, his dad. I mean, his dad was a big part of this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I, even like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, I feel like I got to know them a lot better in this in this cut than I did the, the previous one. Yeah. yeah. And even though some of the scenes might, might have drug on a little bit too long, mm-hmm. it still for me satisfied the wanting to know who these people are in, sure. in the DCEU because, okay. because you have like the flash in the TV show, mm-hmm. but you want to, you want to know who this flash is. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're different. I mean, even though like they're both Barry Allen, yeah, they're different, like different actors, different, different, different portrayals. Same, yeah. Different, same background, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, they're very different. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with, uh, specifically, I agree with you on Cyborg. Uh, yeah. Cyborg is so much better in this version. I will say that. Um, yeah. Um, because Cyborg really didn't do anything for me in the original cut. Like, I barely remember his character. Right. Uh, but so, yeah, this was this was a better Cyborg, better version of that character. I'll- and Ray Fisher, that's his name, right? I believe so. But is that his... Is that his name? That's his actor name, right? Anyways, the actor that plays Cyborg. That's Ray Fisher, yeah. Ray Fisher, yeah. He did a an incredible job. I I thought he was very good at what he did. He and I don't even know Cyborg very well. I don't know that character very well. Uh-huh. Um I've maybe seen him in like a cartoon Justice League years right. ago. Um so I didn't really know much about Cyborg, but I liked Ray Fisher as cyborg and I would love to see a future cyborg film. Mm -hmm. And I know there's some drama with him and Warner brothers, but I hope that happens. Well, what are your other thoughts? What would you think about it? Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of problems with the film still. Uh Um, to be honest, I don't, the four hour time limit, time run, run time was too long. Mm-hmm. It was too long. It it didn't feel like it needed to be that long. I think is like the big thing. Yeah. Um, like when you watch like the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, uh, you kind of go like, okay, like this is cool, and like it adds a lot more. But I can definitely see why this was cut. Uh huh. Um, but like since I like I am a fan of Lord of the Rings, I am willing to watch the extended version of Lord of the Rings. Once um, you've watched those, it's hard to. It's go hard back. to go back. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways, this is kind of what like the justice league is uh-huh. um, like this version is, but uh, it, it like as somebody who is not a big fan, I, I got Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Zack Snyder. So like there were times where I was just like, okay, this doesn't need to be this long. Um, right. Yeah. So there, there's that. I still do not get why there was a four by three aspect ratio. Uh-huh. Um, there were a ton of times where, I was watching it and I was like, man, I wish I could see more of the scene. Like there is a giant battle for earth, you know, being fought right now. And like, there is definitely stuff going on where the black bars are. (laughs) And I wish I could see that. That would be really cool. Um, Yeah. What, uh, what year are we in? Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I don't get that. And I still think it was kind of just like a, Zack Snyder saw Hateful Eight and was like, I want to do that. <laughs> right. Um, but like, I got to make my own thing. Um, right. And that was his own thing. Um, so I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know what other stuff Zack Snyder has done. And so I, I never, I didn't really go into this. I know he did Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel. Yeah. And I, I was kind of on the fence with, uh, with Batman versus Superman. And then I was also on the fence with man of steel, but I right. wasn't, it wasn't like a stylistic Zack Snyder thing. It was just kind of like, I didn't really like the movies that right. much. So th- this is my favorite Zack Snyder movie. I will say that. 
Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder, he did, yes, yeah, so he did Man of Steel, he did Batman vs. Superman, Batman vs. Superman, obviously he's on Justice League now. Uh-huh. Um, he did 300. Okay. Um, and he did Watchmen. All right. I didn't um, know that. He did, um, did you, did you ever see Sucker Punch? I want to say I did. It's like a comedy superhero flick, isn't it? No, it's not. It is like, it's, it's a Zack Snyder, uh, type of movie. Okay. I haven't Um, seen that. Yeah. So, um, his first movie was Dawn of the Dead. Then he did 300 Watchmen, uh, Legend of the Guardians, that owl movie that came out like in. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so these are all the movies that he's directed at least. And then he's got another movie coming out called Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, which I've kind of like seen a little bit of that. And that one looks kind of interesting. Like that's kind of like one that I, I will, I might end up watching. <laughs> that looks very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel. Uh, I have not seen that. Uh, I haven't seen that movie since basically it came out in theaters. Um, I am willing to rewatch it because I think I would be kinder to it than when I saw it the first time. Uh-huh. Um, because it wasn't like a, a bad movie, but like it wasn't a good movie either. <laughs> right. Um, I also am just not a huge Superman fan. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to watch a movie about Superman in a way. That was my same opinion. I like. I agree with that fully. I'm not a big Superman fan. Never have been. Mm-hmm. Probably never will be. Right. And I'm. I just can't think of a way to make Superman interesting for me. Right. Yeah. I think that is a problem. And I think the way that they are doing it in not having a whole movie about him, but having him like in with interact with other characters, uh-huh. has been more entertaining. <laughs> Right. Um, it was I think it was good to have Man of Steel to introduce him into right. this new universe because yes. you have so many Superman movies out there. Yes, I agree. 100%. Which I wish they would have done with Ben Affleck's Batman because yes. I think we've talked about Batman versus Superman. I don't like that they just introduced this new grittier older Batman and kind of forced you to yeah, accept them. Yeah, it doesn't act a lot like Batman, really. No. Uh, so then after that, after Man of Steel, the next one he directed was uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Right. Uh, that's a bad movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, he did Justice League. Right. So, um, yeah. So yeah. I would definitely say Justice League is probably my favorite of those ones. Of Zack Snyder's movies. Of Zack Snyder's movies. I just looked up Sucker Punch in it. I recognize it, but I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bad movie in my opinion. Um, So, yeah, keep going. Keep going, yeah. I did not like how at the final battle, they kind of didn't know what to do with Batman. Yeah. They did not really know. And they were just like, ah, give him a gun and like (laughs) just put him on the balcony, I guess. I don't know. Like it kind of – that was the thing is like we didn't see Batman – fight a whole lot yeah and that was disappointing for me to see um i kind of wish we could have seen more of that batman v superman scene where he like takes out that whole room when clark's mom is um you know kidnapped and batman uh-huh. v superman. like that was like oh my gosh like that was like the scene in that movie and we don't really get like another scene like that right um and i was kind of disappointed with that it seemed like they didn't really know what to do with Batman at times. Yeah. I think the difficult thing with Batman obviously is that he doesn't have any superpowers. Right. But like rich. there's like they've comics have figured that out for a long time though. I think, right. I mean, ba- Batman is a formidable foe when it comes to, uh, anybody. you know, anybody. And it think, did, go ahead. Yeah. I think that this movie just ignored that. Yeah. That, and and that's why I'm I'm saying that it's like they they could have made something. the The point I'm trying to make is that Steppenwolf was basically a god, and it yeah. needed they needed Superman to come in and save them. Right, and that's fine. And like I'm I'm cool with that, but it just seems like like Batman couldn't had a hard time fighting the Fly Guy. He's <laughs> like right. Um. So like yeah, it just seems like they didn't really know what to do with Batman. It seems like they like. 
okay, Batman puts together the team, then he puts together the team, and like then what? Like he doesn't do a whole lot after that. Right. Um, That's yeah. where I agree with what you're saying, and I think I wish that they would have have had something for him to do. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. I, and I I liked Steppenwolf. I think I thought that was an upgrade from the previous one, but I wish that there was somebody that Batman was taking on in yeah, the background or something. I, I agree. Instead of just like you said, shooting flies out of the air. Yeah. Um, and setting charges on turrets. Yeah. Uh, kind of a nitpick at the end. They once again, for the third time now tried to make Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor, like a thing. And it's just, it doesn't work for me. Like yeah. Jesse Eisenberg is not Lex Luthor. Um, but Joe Manganiello is a, Good Deathstroke. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was kind of a nitpick. Uh, another kind of nitpick that I have, it's a nitpick, but it's kind of not in a, in a way, um, is they kept playing that Wonder Woman theme song every chance they got. <laughs> oh, yeah! like, and like, it like literally, like the, like the music that was going on in the background. So like they're at that part or Batman is in the Batmobile and he's, you know, like driving down, he's shooting people down in the Batmobile. Yeah. And, um, like, I think it's like, it's about to get like blown up or whatever. And then like wonder woman comes and like saves him. Uh-huh. And then like the music plays in the background, like her, her wonder woman <laughs> thing. And like that pulled me out so hard because it made right. me laugh. It made me <laughs> laugh because like, it did not like, Yeah. Um, and then there was like another part two where um, after the flash kind of reverses time at the mm-hmm. end. Um, and like, so like Stefan Wolf is like about to do something. And then like, once again, wonder woman like steps in and stops it. And then the music plays again. And right. like, at that point I was like aware of what was going on. And then like, that made me laugh even harder. Uh-huh. Um, like that was just funny to me because like it it didn't they didn't have to use it that many times and it just was funny yeah they're just trying to do it every chance yeah. they could yeah um so let's do let's do one more thought about it each okay um and then we'll move on to uh our follow-up question from last sure. week um well wait, 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 wait. before we before yeah. we go i guess should the Snyderverse continue yes that that was actually what i was gonna oh, say okay. with my thought is sure. uh I would like to see, I would like to see it continue mostly because I'm interested in a lot of the characters, not all of them, but a lot of them. And I would like to see like Aquaman. I also felt the same way about Aquaman. Aquaman. (laughs) Yeah. Batman. Yeah. He didn't really have a purpose. Yeah. He was able to handle the fly dudes a lot better. Yeah. But he just didn't really do anything. I also just found it really funny when, like, he finally shows up in the movie and he's like, "I'm holding off the water." <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, we could just leave though. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. Um. It was kind of forced, but they yeah. Needed, I mean, anyways, but yeah, it, it's good to have him there. I thought he was. He's a good actor. I like Jason Momoa a lot. Yeah. And I liked, I really liked the Aquaman movie, and I'm glad that they set that up better in this movie. Okay. Than than the than they previously the did. Previous one, yeah. Okay. And then, so I, so as far as the Snyderverse goes, I don't even really know what the plan is. I just know that he had more Justice Leagues. That's that's a good question. Of what is the plan uh, yeah. going forward? Um, what was the plan? I don't know. I okay. So I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I, I think the Snyderverse should continue. I, I, I just want it more for continuity. I, I, don't, I, I don't want them to have to start over again. I, I am interested in seeing where that story goes that they left off at. I will yeah. say that. I don't know if I necessarily want Zack Snyder. Excuse me. I don't know if I necessarily want Zack Snyder uh, back at the helm. And, right. But I, I would like to see. I would like a Justice League 2. I, I, I would like a Justice League 2 with Henry Cavill and with Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. Um, I agree. Yeah. And I would like to see more of like what happens with Darkseid and like evil Superman. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get that or not. I don't know what the plan is. My understanding is and I don't really know too much. Uh, and I, would, I don't know how much Warner Brothers actually knows, but like that the Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint. 
So yeah. we're going to see like a bunch of different timelines and stuff like that. So I wonder if like they're going to use that as like a way to like retcon stuff that they need to retcon. Right. Like a hard reset. Yeah. Um, like, like, like a hard reset of like Ben Affleck's not Batman anymore. And we can explain that with Flashpoint. Um, and, we, and we might get Robert Pattinson. Yeah. We might put Robert like Pattinson or like, and like whatever going is, whatever is going on with Henry Cavill and Superman, because that seems to be like a, I don't know what's going on uh, yeah. thing too. From what um, I know, it's mostly been scheduling conflicts. Right. I think he wants to do it, but it's just like he's too busy with The Witcher and other yeah. films. And I think we've said this before. Like, if he wants to still do it, awesome. Let him do it. Um, yeah. But, like, if he doesn't still want to do it, I can't say that I blame him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, sure. so, like, that's kind of where, where I'm at. Um, I don't yeah. blame Ben Affleck for not wanting to do his solo yeah. movie either. Yeah. I would like, I mean, if they. I think the Robert Pattinson Batman looks really good though. <laughs> so like I, 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 I'm excited for that Batman movie. I really am. Yeah. And that's supposed to come out this year. And I think it got postponed till March of next year. Oh, did it? Yeah. I'm really let's, bummed about let's, that. Let's take it a was look. October. And then I think it got moved to March. If it did, that's a bummer. Yeah. I'm really, I really hope yep, that I they did. just keep Robert Pattinson's because I hear it's going to be a trilogy, and I hope they just keep it a trilogy. Yeah, and don't tie it into. Well, yeah, the I was going to say, do you want it? Do you want it in the DCU or not? Like, At, right now, no, I don't. But after I see the movie, my mind might change. Okay, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the DCU. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if Warner Brothers knows what's going on with the DCU. Yeah. Um, I I at the end of the day, I am glad that I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, but I don't. I think that chapter is over, and I don't think we need to bring that back. Right. Um, but I do want to see the next chapter continuing off where this chapter ended. Essentially, I agree. Uh, yeah. Like I want to see somebody else take the mantle. I want to see somebody else make Superman. I want to see. Uh, what somebody else can do with the Justice League. Yeah. One thing that I'd like to see is they've got Shazam. They've got yes. Black Adam coming in. Yep. I'd like to see those characters incorporated into the Justice League. They, I mean, they, I think they were Martian yeah. Manhunter. Yeah. They got Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern. I would love to see a Green Lantern come back. Yeah. Uh, not, got, I mean, not come back in like continuity wise with Ryan Reynolds, right. but just a new Green Lantern movie. Um, and they, I wish, I kind of wish that not, not to take Superman out of the question because he's a core piece of the Justice League, but I kind of wish that he wasn't yeah, sometimes I, I, he just steals the thunder and it's kind of annoying. I get you because it's really, it's really hard to write that character. It's really hard to raise stakes and anything like that when that character is in there. That was, that was another thing that I want to talk about real quick. Okay. Real, real quick is the beginning of that final battle, um, and like they're fighting Stephen Wolf and Batman's doing kind of nothing, and <laughs> and like all this is happening. It felt, and and then Superman finally arrives, and then when Superman arrives, like you're like, oh, okay, cool, Superman is finally here. Uh-huh. It felt so much like I was watching Dragon Ball Z again as a kid, uh-huh. and it's like. All right, guys. We just gotta hold off until Goku can get here. <laughs> right. Like that. That. That's. Uh, I had that like realization uh, when when Superman finally arrived, and they're like, and they're like, oh, he's here, and like, and the savior. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, like that's exactly what that was. That was just literally Piccolo, Krillin, and Vegeta holding off until Goku shows up. Yeah, um, and he he could not have uh, taken any longer. Yeah. Um, like, Way to just go have a casual conversation with Alfred while the fate of the world is at stake. Yeah. So, yeah. I, like I said, I am glad that I watched it. Um, I guess it was worth paying the HBO Max subscription yeah. for it. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, last week we ended with some. Some questions, cliffhanger questions, some fan theories, and I would like to hear your fan theory. Okay. Yeah. Mine is that Kermit the frog from the Muppets 
uh, is somehow caused 9-11. Okay. Um, yeah, it gets, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm really interested. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a 2002, uh, TV film called, it's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. Okay. Um, and it's basically, it's kind of like, it's a wonderful life. Okay. Uh, where Kermit meets an angel and the angel, uh, shows Kermit what the world would be like if he was never born. And basically, I don't know. I, it was probably like an error. Uh, like they didn't catch it. Cause it, like I said, it came out in 2002. So like a year after nine 11. Right. Um, but like they, so like they take Kermit to this alternate reality and like where he was never born and in the skyline of New York, you can still see the two towers are there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Basically, there's something that Kermit did that possibly caused 9-11. <laughs> if he wasn't born, he 9-11, wasn't, 9-11, yeah. 9-11 did not happen if Kermit, was, if Kermit wasn't born. And, the towers and are still standing. The, stand, the towers are still standing. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, there is a, um, like a funny meme about it that's kind of been surfacing again lately. Uh-huh. Um, and it basically, yeah, it's just like there's a part where an angel shows Kermit an alternate reality where he was never born. The editors didn't really think about it and continue to use footage with the twin tower still standing in the original scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> However, they aren't there in the original universe. Therefore, something Kermit did in his life did in fact cause 9-11 in Muppet lore. <laughs> wow. So we could trace that back to um, who created the Muppets. Jim Henson. I love Jim, Jim Henson. Henson. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he birthed Kermit. So Yeah, and whatever Kermit... There's something that Kermit did... That caused 9-11, apparently. But what I'm saying is if he never birthed Kermit. If, yeah, if Kermit didn't exist, there is no 9-11. Yeah. It's, it's a fact. And who's behind Kermit? Uh, I don't know. They got a new voice actor for Kermit recently. Who was it in 2002? That's what we need to find out. Oh. We don't have to do that now. But oh, I'm okay. just saying that. Yeah, that's I'm something. Gonna, I'm going to get down to this. I mean. Yeah. I might get the Nobel Peace Prize for. I don't know, maybe, maybe, but yeah, I will tell you. I can tell you this is that according to Muppet lore, Kermit caused nine eleven. All right, <laughs> it never makes me not laugh. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. It's so random. <laughs> what did he do? I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, All that's right. a good one. That's a really good fan theory. Yeah. I'm glad you. Glad we had yeah, that. It's we'll, like, have to, it's, we'll have to do more. It's like it's a fan theory, but it's like quasi canon, essentially. Right. Yeah. It uh, hasn't been debunked. Right. I mean, unless they make a movie called Kermit does the Muppets Kermit doesn't cause nine eleven, then like Yeah, they've got some questions to answer. Yeah, they do. So we could call out the uh, Muppets. Yeah. But- Disney, Disney, who owns we'll, the Muppets. We'll, no. stick to, we'll stick to Elon Musk we'll for stick now. To Elon Musk, yeah. One, one, then we'll move on to the Muppets. one cause at a time. One cause at a time. One cause That's at a time. That's our charity to the world. Yeah. All right. So All right, I'll go with mine real quick. Okay. I'll try and, and explain it as fast as I can. Sure. I haven't read about it for like right before Batman versus Superman came out. So okay. however long ago that was. Um, so it has to do with. A, it's a fan theory. I read it right before Batman vs Superman, and everyone was still kind of in awe with Christian Bale's Batman trilogy, mm-hmm. which I think we still are. It was right. one of the best. Um, and there was a theory out there saying that Christian Bale's trilogy was tied into the new DCEU. Mm. And there's a storyline, and I don't know the comics very well, at, at least this part of it, where Deathstroke, um, Slade Wilson, I believe is his name, um, he takes up the mantle of Batman at some point. And watching the trailer for Batman versus Superman, you do see a different Batman. There's one point where he uses a gun. He's older. He's grittier, mm-hmm. for lack of better terms. And there was a theory out there that Ben Affleck 
was Slade Wilson and that Christian Bale was still Batman and that he was going to come in at some point and interesting introduce himself into the DCU and be present. Okay. And I don't have all the details because I, again, I haven't read it for a long time, but okay. it was really interesting and I was all for it. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Right. And it didn't happen. I mean, yeah, Once, it's, it's kind of hard to say that when you're like, this is our new Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't think that, I didn't think that they were going to, going to go that deep. Right. For, I don't think anyone would have caught on to that. Just people that were wanting to go see a Batman flick. They weren't, <laughs> they weren't going to catch on a to bat that. Flick. But a bat, bat flick. A bat flick. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was debunked pretty quick. Once they uh, referred to Ben Affleck as Bruce. <laughs> yeah. It was like, okay, he's, oh, okay. he's yeah, not is- Slade Wilson and it's over. So um, it was interesting though. I, th- I really, that's probably one of my favorites that I've ever read. Even though it's been debunked, I still like to think still about like it every it. now yeah. and then. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool one. But yeah, that's my fan theory. And Ben Affleck is not Slade Wilson. So okay, I was mildly disappointed. Okay. Mildly. Mildly. Moderately. I was moderately disappointed. Moderately. Oh, was it moderately interesting at least though? The, the theory the fan theory was moderately interesting okay. and I was moderately disappointed when it didn't happen. Okay. Well, it's a good thing. This isn't the moderately disappointing show then podcast. It, yeah. Yeah. It's not. Oh, all right. Uh, let's go to questions. You got any questions this week for us, Mitch? I do. Okay. I do have some questions. Uh, the first one kind of follows along with the theme of today being the Snyder cut. DC universe. Um, I mean, one of the themes of today, uh, and kind of similar question as last week, if you could hang out with a DC universe character, who would it be? Uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Yeah. The first Robin. Mm-hmm. The Flying Graysons. Yep. And why would you choose him? Uh, I mean, I think Batman would be a little too stoic to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Dick Grayson would be like the kind of guy that's like, hey, let's do like a ride along kind of a thing. Right. So he'd be like, yeah, come on. I'm going to go hit the town uh, patrol. Why don't you tag along with me? Right. Um, and, you know, just and you could him. you could find him in the moment when he takes up. The mantle of Batman. Yeah. Batman he, hiatus. Yeah, exactly. He's Robin. Yeah. Even better. Be down. I could see yeah, him being down. That's for that. cool. That'd be cool. If that's that. something you'd want to do, I don't that's, know. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you, you know? <laughs> so I think mine is also in the Batman universe. I would have to go with, I think I'm going to go with the Flash. Okay. He's a lighthearted guy. Sure. I could hang out with him. And he'd probably want to hang out with me. Sure. I can and see that. And he eats a lot and I eat a lot. So okay. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to go to the next question. All right. Sounds good. Because that was our DC hangout. Yeah. So our next question is, I heard recently that Disney is thinking about either doing a Daredevil reboot with Charlie okay. Cox or possibly continuing the story. What do you prefer? Uh, that's a hard one. Um, new story. New, reboot. Yeah, reboot. Reboot completely. Uh, I mean, like, if Charlie Cox is in there. Do you uh, want the same cast? Yeah, I was going to say, if you can get the same the cast part? back, yeah, go for it. Then then reboot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Because if you if you keep it within the continuity that it was, then you got to bring back all the other Netflix people. Right. Um, and because, uh, what's the defenders the defenders. Like yeah. The smaller Avengers. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sets up for season three of daredevil. Yeah. Season two or three. It was three. Season three. Yeah. 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 He basically almost dies and gets a building dropped on him, dropped on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think a new a reboot would be good, um, especially if it's Disney. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't feel like they would 
that would carry on with the style of the, the well, Netflix version. Charlie Cox is supposed to be in the Spider the third Spider Man movie. Right, I've heard that. Yeah, so that's going to be... Uh, and the Kingpin is a major Spider-Man villain, right? Yeah, he is. And that I mean, guy is yeah. honestly one of the best Kingpins... Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. ...that you could probably find. Yeah. yeah so yeah, if they, can do, if they can do like a reboot, but like they keep almost everybody from the Daredevil cast, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. And they do like a Daredevil movie... And Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin, and then Spider Man could come in. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be all about that. That's cool. It'd be cool if they did something similar to what they've done with uh, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where it's kind of like a shorter, a shorter yeah, uh, they, series. Yeah, if they could do like, them. yeah, if they could do like a yeah, a small couple episodes on Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm cool with that. That's cool. Yeah, and that that would kind of introduce him in this new uh, story, however they decide to introduce him and all the other people. And then if he's already going to be in the Spider-Man movie, then they've got to figure out something with him. Yeah, exactly. So I agree. I think a reboot would be best. Even uh-huh. even though the Daredevil Netflix was really good. Really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. good. Well, uh, listeners... Once again, let us know what you think. Where can they find us? They can find us at Instagram, Moderately Interesting Podcast. You can email us at moderatelyinteresting21 at gmail.com. Or they can find us on Twitter at moderatelyint, I-N-T, the number three. That's our Mm -hmm. Twitter handle. And while you're doing all that stuff, why don't you go ahead and drop a review and like us on the podcast, whatever you listen and to subscribe podcast. and subscribe people subscribe, please subscribe. But yeah, do Look. that for us. It really helps us out a lot actually. Yeah. We need more people behind the Elon Musk must be Iron Man. Yeah. We don't, frankly, this, cause. we need more people behind this cause because it's a noble cause. Yeah. And so far we don't have very many. So yeah. Uh, shame on you. Anything. People. That's why we need you. That's why yeah. I need you. Yeah. Okay, Mitch. Yep. Uh, I have a question for you before we sign off. All right. Okay. Think about it, and then we'll get back to it next, next episode. Time. Yeah. Okay. What's one Marvel character who's not in the MCU yet that you want to bring in? Ooh, that's a really good one. All right. We'll talk about that next time. Until right. then, though, I'm Aaron. And I am Mitch. And you've been listening to the moderately interesting podcast thank you for joining us make sure to tip your lifeguards bye bye